Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Ipsos Global Current Affairs for Global News polling shows that nearly half, 49% of Canadians, will consider voting Tory under the new leader, whoever that happens to be, and we should find out sometime after 6 p.m. Eastern Time tomorrow. Joining us on the program is Sean Simpson, Vice President of of Ipsos. And uh, Sean, almost good talking to you. The uh, The prospects for the Conservative Party of Canada with the new leader are stronger than many might have expected Ipsos polling to show. I know there's some writers here, but just out of the gate, those numbers, 49% interested, that's pretty good for them. Yeah, I mean, if, geez, if they got 49% of the vote, they'd have you know one of the biggest majorities ever. Uh, but what's really interesting is that when we uh, test uh, the four candidates individually, uh, no candidate gets above 39%. So 49% would consider voting conservative. 39% uh, say that they would uh, consider voting for a party led by, by Peter McKay. It drops to 35% for Aaron O'Toole and even lower for Mr. Sloan or, or, or Ms. Lewis. How much of that has to do with familiarity with the candidate? Oh, I think that's, uh, th- that's really huge right now. Um, really, the only candidate known... Uh, to uh, you know, half at least half of Canadians overall is is Peter McKay. Sixty-eight um, percent of Canadians say they don't know enough about Aaron O'Toole to to have an opinion either way. Same with uh, Derek Sloan and Leslie Lewis. Seventy-seven uh, percent say they you know, they don't really know who they are to to say whether or not they're favorable or unfavorable towards them. They also had a large increase in financial contributions. The party did, and in membership sales leading up to the to the vote. And again, we'll find out tomorrow who the uh, leader of the party is going to be. If we just look across the aisle for a moment to the prime minister, he's not helping his case, is he? No, not not, not really. Although, you know, uh, it's the summer. Uh, now we're going to have another four or five weeks of, uh, of a break, a uh, prorogation. Uh, he managed to, to silence the, the committees looking into the WE investigation. And, you know, if he comes out with a very bold uh, speech from the throne and budget, um, I think Canadians are going to want those committees to be looking at the merits of those policies and not necessarily reflecting backwards on the we scandal. I mean, Canadians already know something was going on. Um, the fact that Bill Morneau is no longer with us I mean, is, is at least partial, I think, proof in many people's minds, uh, 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 you know, suggesting that something was actually going on that shouldn't have been. Uh, and uh, Bill Morneau wasn't really thrilled with, uh, with the Prime Minister's uh, plans for the future, at least it sounds like. That may be another reason why he's gone. But Canadians will ultimately have a, a chance to, um, uh, you know, to, to weigh in in the next election, which could be as early as the fall. I, I, I'm not sure yeah. it will be, but it could be. It could be, and I don't think uh, the Liberals or anybody in this country should expect a nice quiet time for the next uh, almost one month until the se- September the 23rd. Once the Conservatives announce their leader, I expect a full frontal, frontal assault on Trudeau, and we already know that uh, Ethics Committee members are going to be speaking out. They're not stopping, and we have Charlie Angus on from the NDP today, and Mike Barrett from the Conservatives who will be joining us in the next hour. Also, uh, Sean, I'd like to ask you about this. Pressure on the opposition parties to strongly engage the Liberals and maybe drive for that next election this year. Mm-hmm. The Bloc Québécois has already threatened to topple the Trudeau government, and you saw in your polling that 42% of Canadians would support the Conservatives joining the Bloc Québécois on this. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Monsieur Blanchet has said that if the Prime Minister doesn't resign over the Wee scandal, he will uh, essentially have a vote of, of non-confidence. We're going to get that anyways now with the, with the throne speech and the, uh, and the budget. 
42% of Canadians say that they would support the uh, the government um, falling, you know, based on, on that issue. Um, but, uh, you know, those figures may change based on what the Prime Minister, um, I suppose, dangles in front of Canadians uh, in, in, the, in the next budget. The speech from the throne is, is easy, because you can make all kinds of promises and you don't really have to cost anything out. So I, I suspect that that will pass. Um, but the, the, the budget is going to be where I, I think we'll see two different visions. One will be the liberal vision with uh, lots of spending, keeping the, uh, all the supports in place and, and you know, $300 billion deficits. Uh, the Conservatives certainly aren't going to be able to balance the budget, um, but, you know, it, maybe the, the, the deficits will be a little bit less. And so Canadians will, will weigh in uh, and, um, you know, through the polling. And I, I think the parties will, will try to read the tea leaves and, and, and mm-hmm. see whether or not they can, they can differentiate themselves in a way that resonates with Canadians. We spoke uh, several times with Yves Giroux, the parliamentary budget officer, quite recently, actually. And he said we could go, we could do what we did, uh, the government did over the last eight months, uh, vis-a-vis COVID and running up this massive deficit, something that's never been seen before in this country, and the trillion-dollar national debt. He said you can do that once, but not twice. Yeah. It could only happen once. So once Canadians get to the point, once the voters get to the point of realizing the massive nature of the debt, and that ultimately it's the voters, unless you have really great uh, national, international investment, the voters are going to be stuck with the bill. And you also found that, uh, did you not, that Canadians are largely unsure of who would be best to lead Canada's economy through the COVID impact. Yeah, I think that the, the difficult point for the Conservatives here is that the Liberals actually have a five-point lead when it comes to economic management. In order for them to win an election, they must absolutely lead on that issue. So I think that's going to be an area where the new leader, whoever it is, really needs to hammer the Prime Minister and differentiate themselves as being the better leader on, on, uh, on the economy. And, it, okay. you know, the, the, the budget officer said you can't do it twice. I think Bill Morneau probably also said that to the prime minister and uh, got his walking papers as a result. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 